Hello, and welcome back to Talking Talmud. I'm one of your hosts, Jordana Osman, here with my friend in Chabruta, Ann Gordon. Our daf today, Masech of Safim, daf Kuf Gimel, page 103. Uh, before we get started in this daf, just again a reminder, please sign up for our CM. We can't wait to finish Masech of Safim with all of you on March 21st. Um, and now I'll get back to the daf, which really is, again, as I keep mentioning, a very, very classic Gemara, uh, which uh, I actually remember learning in high school itself. Um, and Anne claims she actually was in my class when this was being learned, but well, <laughs> that's a story for another time. Um, so, um, the Gemara is in the middle of a discussion about what's the order of Havdalah and Kiddush. And I'm actually going to start on Kuf Bet, Amud Bet. And it says Gufa, the text itself, right? They're, they're talking about a text that they, uh, quoted before about what's the order, right? When the cases we're talking about, when the first day of Yom Tov, falls out after Shabbat, right? Which is actually what's going to happen this year with our Seder. So it's really particularly timely, our, our Nisna star that we always like to have, right? So you have Shabbat and then on Motzei Shabbat is starting some type of Yom Tov. And so what's the order of Kiddush and Havdalah that you're going to do in that particular situation? Yom Tov Shachaliot Achar Shabbat, right? So we have this Yom Tov that falls after Shabbat. Rub Amar, so Rub says this is the order of the blessings, right? We have four blessings we need to get to. Kiddush, Havdalah, Boreimo Rehaesh, right, over the flame, and, and Prihagefen, over the wine. And so he says it's Yaknet, right? So we're going to do wine, that's the Yud. Kuf is the Kiddush. Nun is the Ner, is the flame. And then He is Havdalah. Ushmul Amar Yinahag, right? That it's going to be Yayin, Ner, Havdalah, and then Kiddush. Now, it's very interesting that that's sort of their different approach, right? The Rav, the thinking behind Rav is that essentially you're going to do Kiddush first because sort of being the Kadesh a day, you know, it has a little bit more importance than escorting the Kiddush of a day, which is what Havdalah does. And also it may look like in a way that you're sort of trying to rush ending Shabbat. So that's why you'll say Kiddush first, even though in a certain way, from a time point of view, why wouldn't you just say Havdalah? You know, why wouldn't you make Havdalah first? Because it's sort of like you're ending one period of time. And then with Kiddush, you're starting a new period of time. And that's what Shmuel says. And later on, 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 on Kuf Gimel Amid Aleph, right, the Gemara explains very nicely, actually, you know, that the idea of this is, is that it's like you have a king who's departing and a duke that's arriving. So you don't greet the duke first, right? That would be the Kedusha of Yom Tov. You're going to escort out the king first. Right, which is the uh, the kedusha of uh, Shabbat, and so that's sort of Shmuel's understanding here. So, uh, you know, the other thing to recognize here is is that there's a piece of this that's going in chronological order, right? So we've talked a lot about this that Rub and Shmuel are sort of these bridging um, Amuraim, right? They learn with Rabbi Huda Hanasi, so they learn from Matana. They eventually settle in 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 Eretz Yisrael. They eventually settle in Babel. And so those are the first two opinions that we will be introduced to. And I'll now hand it over to you to continue with this Gemara, which is on Kuf Gimel Amid Aleph, which is going to go through a series of different Amorayim's opinion around this particular issue. So I want to just take one step back and just in case, I know that I can get muddled on this, so I figure of that strange that I'm the only one. Um, I think the tricky part of all of this is that we call the entire ceremony of what we do after Shabbat Havdalah. And the Gemara here treats this as five separate different component parts. So including one part, which is called Havdalah, Havdalah, which is not the entirety of the thing, 
but just that final what what in what we do today it's the whole bracha of separating right separating above deal ben it goes through all of the different separations. That is the Havdalah Bracha of these of this bunch of things, right? Of of it's not five, it's four, right? Of four different things. Um, the order of what comes when really dispute. This is what you're doing, what you've just begun, and what the Amarayim discuss, you know, to try to suss out whether it should be. The Yud and the He, Nun, Kuf, which would be Yayin, Havdalah, Ne'er, Kiddush. That's Rabbah's opinion. And Levi says, no, you should with with the Kiddusha, Kuf, Nun, and then Yud, and then He, Kiddush, Ne'er, Yayin, Havdalah. And then the Rabbanan say, Kuf, Yud, Nun, He, right? Kiddush, Yayin, Ne'er, Havdalah. Now, you're in good company, I think. And then we've got another opinion here of Mar Bereid Ravana, Rabana, sorry. And again, here it's Nun, Kuf, Yud, Hey. And in the Gemara, all of this is just Rashi Tevo, meaning it's literally uh, the letters, the four letters, and then with uh, a chubchik that says this is an abbreviation. But so the abbreviation, as you go through learning it, it means spelling out why each of these would be in the different order. Um, and then we have Mar- Marta, Amar Shmei de Rabbi Yoshua, Nun Yud Heikov, Ne'er Yayin, um, Havdalah and Kiddush, right? So this is, it gets really complicated. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different opinions of what the order ought to be. Um, and what the Gemara does not do a lot of here is discuss why this why each order would be preferred take the chart or if you are using the Koran uh, they've already made the chart for you um, to, to see where the differences are right because I would say well won't everybody start with wine because don't we always start with wine and the answer is I'm predisposed to think that because of the way we start Abdullah now but it's not some people say no start with the Kiddush start with the candle and and so on, meaning every single um, every single one of these four brachot can end up in any one of the different positions that you know of the order of these four things. So I know that's a little bit complicated to express. I think it is much easier if you chart it out and see that really what they're having a dispute over: what's the most important, what's secondary, what's going to you know bring up the the to close the whole thing, right? So the Gemara here, and I'm just going to continue just a little bit to explain what they all have to say about it, meaning because the rationales are not provided. So the father of Shmuel, who is called here Abba ben Abba, um, he says, there's a letter he sends to Rabbi Yudan Asi, right? And says, how are we supposed to set up Havdalah? What, how should we set up Havdalah specifically when the Yantif happens after Shabbat? Right? Which, again, is what we have this year, meaning in less than a month now, right? Meaning the Yantif holiday, Pesach, right, falls out after Shabbat. So what are you supposed to do? Because all of this thing of Yayan Kiddush Ne'er Havdalah, this is exactly, this is exactly the question. Right, so 
nun hey yud kuf. So in this case, he says you should have ner candle, have um, ner hey havdala yain kiddush. Um, nun hey yud kuf. Right, that that should be the order. Amar b'chanina mashal d'rib Yoshua ben Chananya lemelech shotzev aparkos nichnas. So what happens? He says. Rabbi Hanina has a parable, a mashal, to explain this opinion of Rabbi Yoshua ben Hanania, I'm sorry, which says it's like a king who leaves a city and you've got a governor who's entering, right? Literally, a king. Melech, she the governor enters. And now, what? how do you manage this, right? The, you, we've got etiquette. We've got social dignity, right? Where the people from the city are going to first escort the king out of the city you know, to say goodbye before they worry about bringing in the new guy to greet the governor, right? So that's the 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 mashal, right? Gives you the idea then that what you start with is havdalah, say goodbye to Shabbat, and then say kiddush to welcome in the festival because Shabbos is considered at a higher level of sanctity than Yontif to begin with, and then that gives you kind of a a premise, a, a functioning understanding of why we would prioritize Shabbat in our in, in this in these moments where they fundamentally overlap. Um, the daf continues here. Uh, really, it's a very rich daf. I would say, you know, I encourage everybody to read it all inside. We're not going to do that today. But so much of what we talk about in terms of these very basic principles of of Havdalah. Yeah, so I just want to make one other comment. It's all I good. Mean, it's all here. The story of Paul's father is even more striking because what we're really seeing on this page is the halakha trying to get figured out. And I think this speaks to something that I've mentioned a few times, which is I think a lot of these halachot around meals were just not particular, and brachot were not particularly set yet. So it's amazing to see here you have Shmuel's father, reach out to Rabbi Huda Hanasi, get one, get one answer. Then the generation of Shmuel and Rav, who learned with Rabbi Huda Hanasi, have a totally different answer and a machlokas to boot. And then we have at the top of the top a variety of Amurayim for different generations, all with different permutations of what this could be. And what follows then on the top is, you know, a series of stories where somebody was visiting this one and they noticed this and they wanted to know, you know, it's, it's particularly around Rabbah, but, you know, they noticed this and he did this and they wanted to know why they did it this way. And I think it's just interesting to see, like, when it comes to brachot, we're not learning it out by quoting a pasuk. It's not based on midrash halacha, right? And I think that, you know, shows us that this concept of brachot is not necessarily based in Torah Shabbat And that we're also seeing that really the way this stuff is learned is by modeling. And then I think this brings me to the story that's kind of the surprise to all of that. At the, yeah. When... Just before the surprise story, I just want to note that for all that that is the case, this figuring that takes place between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda on Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel, I, I'm wondering if it kind of, I don't know, like I, I see what you see also in terms of how they're figuring it out, but the dispute between Rabbi, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda, let me just explain, I guess that they both have a different take on what the priorities were for Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel, where they agree they agree there's four different permutations, right? So Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel agree for the first and for the last, but Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir 
disagree over what Bishama and Bethel said should be the first and the last. So Rabbi Meir says you start with ne- that both of them agree that you start with Nair and end with Havdalah. And Rabbi Huda says, no, you start with, uh, actually with Birkat Amazon and you end with Havdalah. And then really the question is, then they, everybody agrees that they have a machlok, that they have a dispute over what should be in the middle, whether it should be whichever is left and in which order, because they have a dispute. But but there it seems to me to be much more like some kind of um, well, I agree. rationale well, well, so as opposed to observing. I agree with you, and I think it shows you that this Meaning was Rabbi Rabbi Huda. generations. The fact that they're tracing it all the way back to Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel, who's, you know, that transition period from the last group of the Zugot, really right. beginning the period right, right. of time of the Tanayim, and then getting through, you know, all the way to the Amorayim, it's hundreds of years of this not being set halacha. And I just, I, but I just, so that, that's just the comment I want to make. And then the way they're proving a lot of this is by stories. And then I think that we get to this interesting story at the end, right? Where, you know, Kimata Labdule, right? Shabbos comes to an end. And Rabba, right? Remember a lot of these stories center around Rabba. He's about to cite Havdalah. Kashama Adlik Avuka Mishraga. Right. So his attendant, his assistant gets up and he lights a torch from a burning lamp. So in order for them to say Boremo Rehaish, right? Amarle, so Rabbi Yaakov Baraba says to Rabba, Lama Lach Kulehai, why do you go to all of this? Hamachashraga. In other words, just make Havdullah on the burning lamp. What are you lighting this torch for? Amarle, Shama Midate, Danafshe Ka'avid. And he says, No, my attendant did this on his own. I didn't ask him to do this. And so I love this story because it also shows us the limitations of learning things by example, right? Sometimes we may be reading into something that's not there. And that's really what Rafa said. He's like, no, this doesn't have to do with halacha. This is just, I don't know why it happened. My attendant just decided it would be nicer if, you know, I had a torch. Now they give another reason later on that, you know, you're making a brachan, so, you know, maybe that, that's what some of the commentators say. So, you know, that, that may be part of the reason why it would be, uh, it would be nicer to do that. Uh, that that's a nicer way to to make the 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 bracha, but uh, you know. So again, my overall comment on this stuff is it's fascinating to see that these was a particular set of halachot that you know through generations we're talking the time of the end of the zugot, beginning of tanaim, all the way to the amoraim are not set well. The halachic standard is to use uh, observation or stories in order to set to uh, to sort of figure out what the halacha is supposed to be. But even with that being said, we have a great story here at the at the end of, you know, Ahmed Bet, which kind of reminds us. But even with that, there are sometimes limitations because sometimes sometimes you may observe something that really doesn't mean anything. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like it's mind boggling. Right. That's why I say it. Wow. Um, because it is so set for us now. Right. Meaning these things got shaken down. It took a long time to get there. But by the time you get to the books of Halacha and by the time you get to the practice, Right. Nobody here. Nobody nowadays. I don't know. Now, nobody's a very big statement, but I don't know of anybody. Right. Nowadays I think that's the who disputes the order. Right? Of how to make a think of all of it. It's never like you're going to someone's house and you see it in a different order. And then you're like, oh, this is how it should have been done. You know, or I do it differently in my house. We all do it the same way now. Right. So we should just say, right, what we do today, the initials of it are Yak Nahaz, right? Yain, um, Yak, Kiddush. Nair, Havzalah, right? That's that's how it works. 
and you know this, right? You say the bracha on the yayin, on the wine, on grape juice, whatever whatever material you're making your havdalah on, and then you say besamim, and then you say ner, and then you say the havdalah that says lavdil ben yomuvin lana, right? That's that's exactly how we do it, and and I can rattle that off because because we do it as opposed to you know looking through the Gemara and having to, to pay very careful attention to the order by which the acronyms are set up. And again, I recommend making the chart and sussing out, you know, what what seems to be taking the priority in the way that the Gemara, in the way that each of the different opinions of the Gemara is prioritizing it. That's our DAF discussion for the day. Thank you for joining us. Regus review review us where you get your podcasts. Come talk to us on our Facebook page and tell us what you think about the order of Havdalah and the shakedown of determining the halacha. Thank you to Rabbi Michelle Farber for hosting us on the Hadron website. And until tomorrow, go and learn. Music.